Let's go. Welcome to the Kingdom City Podcast. My name is Josh Olivero, founding pastor, lead pastor of Kingdom City Church. And I am here with boss lady, <laughs> the chief of staff, the ministry director, the woman who has to deal with the madness that is Josh Olivero. Mm -hmm. The one, the only, <laughs> Joanne Lee. Kev, let's give it up for Joanne Lee real quick. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. So, let me, um, I'm going to start off by making you super uncomfortable. I'm all, okay. 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 We've been going at this for like three years now. There's, mm -hmm. there's no one. <laughs> there's no one that's been riding harder for, for the ministry. Because there's a lot of phases to the ministry. Mm -hmm. There's no one that's been riding harder for the ministry, um, working as hard, as diligent, um, as faithful, as relentless um, as you. Thank you. Um, we've been through, and we're going to get into a, a lot of this stuff. We've been through some really difficult moments. Mm -hmm. We've been through, we've had our share of, our shares of ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Our share of ups, shares? Our shares. Share. Share of up and downs. Ups and downs. Ups and downs. All right. Fix that our later. Shares. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we've been through, I think it's safe to say in the past three years, We've been through more <laughs> ministry transitions than most people have in like 10 years, their first 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, you've been, you went from being by my side to being my co-laborer, mm -hmm. which is a dope transition. Um, I can count on three fingers the number of people I trust as much as I trust you. Um, love you bunches. Um, Grateful for you. You've Thank been one you. of the huge blessings in my life, not just in ministry, but even personally. Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to say all of that because I'm going to expose you on this podcast. Because a lot of people think you're a lot holier than what you actually are. Oh, um, and uh, they view me as the, as ratchet, the, the ratchet, ratchet ex-criminal gangbanger. But... We're going to get There's to that. There's no but. There's no but. <laughs> you are ratchet. <laughs> Super excited to have you. Um, I know a lot of people were wondering who, who the next guest was going to be. Um, we threw out a little tidbit about you. <laughs> we, we had, um, we threw up on our stories, hey, guess who the next podcast guest is going to be? And the, and the information we put out, oh, the hint that we threw out there was this person was in prison, a state prison, at the age of four years old. <laughs> Okay. Um, I maximum never. Maximum security. <laughs> maximum security state prison at the age of four. Um, that's impressive because I've never. I was 12 before I was in handcuffs. <laughs> so you were in a state prison doing hard time. Um, so let's start there. Here's what we're going to do um, we're going to let the church and everyone watching get to know you a little bit. So we'll go through a few things and then we'll talk about um, Kingdom City and, and some of the things that's going on there. Right. So okay. let's start with Baby Lee. Let's start with Baby J. Lee. Joanne Lee. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh -huh. What were you doing in prison at four years old? What, what's that about? Um, so my mom is a pastor. Mm -hmm. um, she has been doing prison ministry ever since I was 
a little girl. So I want to say four because mm. that's the memory that I have. I should have probably consulted with her, but I was like four years old. Mm. So um, she was a volunteer to okay. drive families to visit the inmates. Okay. That's how she first started okay. as a Christian. So she's just taking families to go visit their yep, loved she ones. She was just a driver. Got it. Um, just to help volunteer, but that became a passion for her. So okay. she went into prison ministry after she was just a driver for these families. Okay. Um, so I was going with her on a every weekend. Mm-hmm hours up to like upstate new york mm-hmm. and um it became a weekly thing for years mm. um because my older sisters didn't want to go and they didn't want to babysit me so my mom just brought me she along. just took you yeah she it. brought me along okay so because she's driving families mm-hmm. to go see their their loved ones in prison so this was women's prison and men prisons men's men men okay yeah we didn't she i only knew male inmates okay yeah that's tough yeah that's yeah. tough. And they were all Asian. Ooh. They were all Asian because back in the 90s, okay. 80s to 90s, like um, Asian gangs were going like crazy. It was so prevalent in uh, like yeah. the Flushing, you know, Queens area. So she knew a lot of inmates. So it was in New York, not Jersey. New York. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. The name of prison. Sing Sing. She was in Sing Sing. Eastern. I don't, I don't. <laughs> coffee? I don't. Wu Oh, who's that? You guys. <clears throat> so, <laughs> um, Sing Sing. I got mm-hmm. some stories about Sing Sing. Oh, yeah? I've never been there, but okay. I've yeah. been around the area. Sing Sing, that's a tough prison. So, you were yeah. in Sing Sing at four years old. Yeah. Wood, Woodburn, Woodhaven. It's crazy. Eastern. Woodhaven. Yeah, all of them. Yikes. I forget all the names, but it's been a few. Yikes. I've been to a few. Yeah, any... Yeah, yeah. any any, when did you first realize, wait, so you were doing that up until like what age? Like what age did you stop like <laughs> regularly going? Probably like beginning of high school. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. When did you realize like, yo, I'm in prison? I, di- I thought it was a normal thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a normal thing. I didn't really know what, you know, a correctional mm-hmm. facility was. At four mm-hmm. years old, you're just doing, going just, with your yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's giving you all these rules, but she's saying it nicely so that you're not nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't find out till later on that she also brought me because when she was meeting these inmates for the mm-hmm. first time, I was breaking the ice because I was a little girl and mm-hmm. softening their hearts a little bit. Okay. So she kind of used that um, as her ministry tool as well. Okay. Um, once she started making prison ministry her own. Okay. So, um, okay. So yeah. she transitioned from just transporting families to then what? To then um, these families that couldn't visit all the time uh-huh. because a lot of the parents were older. Okay. They would request to my mom, now that you know who they are, do you mind visiting and bringing food for them mm. and dropping off stuff? So she would start doing it on her own. Wow. And she cultivated a relationship with them. Wow. Yeah. So she was like the... The older... They started to call her Nuna, which is older sister. Okay. In Korean. Nuna. Yeah, Nuna. I should know this. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should definitely we'll, know this. <laughs> we'll get into that <laughs> later. Wow. So your mom went from just driving families to actually interacting with inmates. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So mm-hmm. your mom's pretty, she's a pretty tough woman. She's pretty gangster. Yeah. She's a pretty, she's yeah, a G. She's, gangster. Uh-huh. she's a G. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so obviously that means you grew up in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. A church was a regular thing for you. I did. VBS. That's that. Youth oh, group. VBS. 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 <laughs> yes, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Youth VBS. retreats, the mm-hmm. whole thing. Okay. What was that like in your home, like growing up in a Christian home? I'm unfamiliar with that. Um, because my mom was so fervent for the Lord, mm-hmm. it was a little difficult for us. Mm-hmm. Um, because at one point 
she's so in love with God that she kind of neglected family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my sisters and I joke saying that it's a miracle that my dad didn't divorce her. <laughs> <laughs> my dad is per- my dad is perfect, by the way. He yeah. is. Like, I don't have daddy issues. I have mommy issues. <laughs> laughing because you know it's true i don't have daddy my dad is the best man mm. ever mm. um so he was very patient I met very him. He's under- a nice guy yeah very Great understanding guy. um took care of us when my mom was doing her thing for the ministry mm-hmm. but um yeah we grew up in a christian household mm-hmm. my sisters are you know they have a relationship with god mm-hmm. all of us are pretty active in that sense mm-hmm, with mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. church and serving um that's dope. Oh, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Because you're still in church. Sisters are still in church. Mm-hmm. I met your sister. She yes. she pulled up at KCC mm-hmm. for what was it? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a little weird seeing you guys together. Cause we're like twins. You look like <laughs> twins, and the mannerisms are the same. <laughs> they laugh the same way. It's a little creepy, to be honest with you. So, yeah, so yeah, we're, very similar. <laughs> we're very similar. <laughs> nah, she she was very cool though. Um, mm-hmm. I actually, what was funny was like I would joke with her with her sister, and. She would believe everything I said. She's very gullible. And then I was just oh. like, I'm only joking. She's like, oh, I don't know. You're a pastor, so I'm just going to believe. I was like, <laughs> those rules do not apply. She would say that. My me. sister would say that. She did say that. She did say that. So so your mom is a gangster. She's doing prison ministry. She's transporting families, which is really dope. And then she takes on the responsibility to go in, in the place of family members and loved ones and cultivates these relationships. She brings you with her any mm-hmm. any fun stories about <laughs> about um <clears throat> hey here, here's a question I've never asked before did you ever get in trouble in prison Joanne <laughs> I told him this story already but I'll t- I never told anyone actually but um so my love for like handbags started mm-hmm. clearly at an early age at, like four years old. You know, we don't know what, um, like, I didn't know what security was, mm. right? You know, those things that beep when you walk past the metal detectors. The metal detectors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The metal detectors. <laughs> so I would always have, like, a little purse with my little dress and stockings when I was, like, visiting these prisons. My mom wanted me to look really nice, mm. you know, and wanted me to be, look presentable. Mm. Um, but they don't let you bring anything in. So in the prisons, my mom would always have her little locker. Um, she'd have to put everything away. The only thing they would let her bring is a Bible. Mm. And even the Bible, they check every page to make sure you have nothing in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't bring anything in my toys, my bags, nothing. nothing I can bring in. Well, one of the weekends I was like, I am <laughs> determined to bring this bag in. Okay. So I'm wearing this poofy little dress and I have stockings on. So I went to the bathroom. I put the bag, I lifted my dress and I stuffed it in my stocking and I covered it with my dress. So I'm like, Oh, this is great. They're never going to catch me. I go through the metal detector and the alarms just start going off. And I have no idea why the alarms are going off. And then I just see one of the security guards bring my mom over. And my mom had told me later on that he said, your daughter has something under her dress. Um, she's going to need to remove it. But they're laughing and my mom's laughing. And I had no idea why they're laughing. So my mom took me aside and said, they caught you with the bag in your dress. You're going to jail. <laughs> And then I started wailing. I was like, oh, my God, Mom, I'm never going to see it. They're going to take me to jail. I'm so sorry. I went to the security guards at four years old, and I was literally begging like you. begging them. And then they were just laughing, and my mom was laughing. I was crying. Uh, I never did anything illegal after that. So you went to prison and then broke the law in prison. Yeah, and they caught me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was a minor, though, so they didn't arrest me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're a bigger gangster than I'll ever be, <laughs> <laughs> And we just started. We're five minutes into this. So, so okay, so <clears throat> you, 
you grow up in a Christian home. Your mom's a pastor. She's doing prison ministry. Your dad's an amazing guy. Gentle giant, by the way. Mm-hmm. He's like 6'7", 240. <laughs> like, dude's huge. Um, but super, super great guy. I met him. He's awesome. Um, so you were pretty much a perfect kid growing up. You were yeah. well-behaved. You were... Did you say yeah? <laughs> you know, you can't lie on camera, right? I was a good, I was a good girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a good mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sure. <laughs> wow. You grew up in church. You're doing VBS. You're doing youth group. Um, and then, um, so so here's, here's let, let's skip past a couple of these years. Um, when I was over at, a, uh, at another church, we don't shout out other churches, by the way. We don't do that. Shout out the Kingdom City. All right, anyway, KCC. when I was at another church, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was a pastor at the singles ministry. Mm-hmm. So here's a, here's a Here's a theme that came up often as I would counsel um, young working professionals, right? Mid to, mid to late 20s, early 30s. Um, I would ask the question, tell me about your childhood. Tell me about growing up. Tell me about your faith. And it would say very similar stories. Grew up in VBS. <laughs> mom was a pastor. Dad was a deacon. All this stuff. And then the famous line. I've heard this a thousand times. And then I went to college. <laughs> <laughs> I would hear that line so much. And these are kids who grew up in with just great parents, wanted Christ to be um, central in their lives and, and, and all of those things. And then they had to spread their wings, right? They had to stand mm-hmm. on their own, and, and college just did a number on them. Was that... Was that you're asking me because you already know, right? In, yeah. a, in a nice way. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Jihi. <laughs> Jihi, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to pull out all the, all the dirty secrets, but... Pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's true because most Asian parents are like tiger parents and then they kind of restrict you when you're growing up. Mm-hmm. And then so when you go to college and you have all this freedom, you go mm-hmm. crazy, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't think I went crazy. <laughs> all right, I don't know. <laughs> okay. What you looking at, Kevin? <laughs> okay, I, uh, let's do this. Okay, let's okay, do this. okay, okay. Before you went to college, any parties? I did. Ooh. I did. I did party my senior year in high school. So your senior year in high school is when you started to get crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Did mom know you was going to parties? She did. She, she did. She was very. She trusted me because I was very honest with her. Hmm. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, but we had to compromise. Okay. Which we did. What yeah. was, was comp? Wait. Um, I would tell her where I was going if I was going to a friend's party or friend's house okay. or if there were going to be drinks there. But okay. she would be like, "Well, we're gonna have to." Cut that down. You have to come home at a certain time. I'd okay. rather you not drink. Okay. Um, so we'd have to compromise. So she let you drink? She did. Okay. The times that she did let me, um, most of the time it would be at home. Like if okay. I have friends over uh-huh. at like 18, 19, okay. we would drink at the that's, house. That's, that's cool. Yeah. So mom's modeling for you, drinking responsibly. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're an alcoholic. Got it. So now, does she allow you, like what other freedoms does she give? Like were you allowed to have boyfriends growing up or? I did. Actually, she introduced me to my first boyfriend in high school. Mm. Yeah. Good guy? Yeah. He, he's a good guy. He's, he's a nice guy. He is, he's very sweet. Okay. He was very sweet. Was. When I was dating him. Yes. Very nice guy. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. I, I, people would agree. Like my friends now would have agreed that okay. he's a very nice okay. guy. So because he's nice, it didn't work out. <clears throat> it didn't work out. <laughs> you're you're really pushing it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, we're not in the college part yet, right? No, we're not in the college. We're, oh, we're, we're working on. I'm trying to ease the crowd into. into um, boyfriend, I actually dated him 
all of high school and all of college. Okay. So he was my high school and college sweetheart. Um, things didn't work out. Wait, you dated him high school through college? Mm-hmm. Huh. So eight, about eight years. Yeah, yeah. Um, things didn't work out because he couldn't give up drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Time out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so you were... He was a drug user. Um, and later on, he was a drug dealer. Can we just... Mm-hmm. Can you just... <laughs> let's rewind real quick. <clears throat> Take two. So he was a drug user. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that during high school. Okay. I had only... What kind of drugs? The usual. <laughs> Pot. Pot. Um... Shrooms and then later and shrooms. Yeah, here and there. I haven't heard that Stuck to natural. word since like natural. the Eminem album. And then he became a drug dealer. Yeah. So just to recap, you were in prison at four years old and you dated a drug dealer. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> okay. Joanne Lee. That's so everyone. extra. That's so extra. <laughs> Am I lying? Uh, by your own admission. Uh. Okay. Your mom's a gangster. She takes you to prison. You're in prison at four, and now you're dating a drug dealer. You know what? I, I don't think I did know was how long that relationship lasted. Yeah. That's a yeah, long yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. Eight years. Yeah. Our high school relationship was mostly in the church. Okay. I only saw him, like, on the weekends at okay. church. At church. Or church functions. Okay. Um, and then college, because I went away to college, mm-hmm. and he stayed local. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he wasn't like a major dealer. He was he was dealing regularly mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, income. Mm-hmm. Okay, how how any traumatic events like with? <clears throat> um, yeah. So he traumatic experiences with him doing all of that because those are two different lives you're living. Yes, yes, yeah, that's yeah, very yeah. true. So um, I was not okay with him dealing. Mm-hmm. Um, but little you can't really control much. Right. Um, at that stage we right. were only in college. Um, there was one point where he uh, got arrested by undercover cops, and um, they raided his house. They raided his house. <laughs> yeah. Were you there? I happened to be there with his mom. So they undercover cops came raiding the house, and we were freaking out. And they started interrogating me. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Take me there. You're <laughs> at his house. Uh huh. You're in his house. You're chatting. The Bible's open. <laughs> There's, there's, that's not you gotta the put the Bible in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what? So you're in this. Like, explain the scene. This is crazy. Um, you're welcome, by the way. Oh God! <laughs> I was waiting at his house because we were supposed to have lunch. Uh, I was supposed to have lunch with him and his family, but he's uh-huh. like, I gotta make a quick stop. <laughs> I didn't know what that lingo meant the when red I red flag. I did not know what that lingo really meant. He's, I knew I. What I did know in college was he said that he was selling to his friends. Okay. Okay. I didn't know he left that circle. Okay. So when he said, I'm going to make a stop, I figured, but I didn't know. Um, You're in college at this point. Okay. I'm in college. Okay. We're going to college. I am going to college. Rutgers. Yeah. We'll get to Rutgers in a minute, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm waiting for him and then the cops show up because he's like not coming. So I'm like, okay, what's taking him so long? The cops... Two undercover cops come to the house. You are where? Waiting at the door. At, of his house? At, I'm, I'm at his house. Yeah, okay. waiting for him because he's taking so long. Okay. Um, they come up and then they're like, um, is so-and-so's parents here? Whatever. And then his mom comes and he goes, yeah, 
He goes, they looked at each other, the undercover cops, because they didn't know how to <laughs> say it to his mom, who already looks like she was a, she's older and mm-hmm, already mm-hmm. was like, what, whatever we tell her is going to devastate her. Mm-hmm. And then they said, your son was arrested for selling drugs to a cop, a narc. He sold to a narc. Jeez Louise. Um, yeah. How'd you take it? I freaked out. I really think I have like PTSD till this day. Mm-hmm. Um, so like stuff like that kind of gets me nervous. Anything when I find out, like if I'm dating someone, I have to know that they're not doing drugs or they're not like mm-hmm. smoking pot mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just can't have handle that. So that kind of followed through. I mean, we still dated afterwards when he had a time where he stopped. Mm-hmm. But towards the end of our relationship, I think he realized that he couldn't quit. Okay. So let me ask you a quick question. Mm -hmm. Um, You prefaced this whole story by going, he was a nice guy. And at the end of the day, all my friends agree he was a great guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's that look for? (laughs) He does does drugs, sells them. House was raided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't have the best judgment. (laughs) Hmm. Character was a sincere. He got along with a lot of people. Okay. He was a very um, sincere okay. guy, um, very thoughtful of other people, and like in that sense, like I could not, I could not comprehend that he would choose that route. Mm. Like I think it surprised me because we were together for so mm. long. He knew my standards. He mm-hmm. knew my morals. Mm-hmm. We kind of shared the same morals. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he deviated that way was like, oh, there's something that's missing in his life that I cannot place mm. into his heart. And it's mm. nothing that I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. I agree. Drug dealers mm. are great people. They can be really great people. Uh, um, stand-up guys. I think so. I think I would agree. Even pastors. They, they can grow up to be pastors one day. I think that's, that's also true. Okay, so it ended. Very quickly, why did it end? Um, because of that. Okay. He was never going to give that up. I didn't need that in my life. Okay, yeah. okay, good. So now that's over, and now you're in college. Rutgers. Well, okay. Yeah. What, okay. What, what, what am I no, missing? no, no. I didn't break up with him until towards the end of college, because there was a point where he gave it up, but then he went back to it. Okay. So he did give it up for a couple years. Okay. He went back to it, but anyways. But that ended. Yes. Now you're in Rutgers, yes. right? Um, stereotypical Asian student, straight A's. You're the National Honor Society medals, statues being erected in your honor. No? He's making fun of me, Kevin. A little bit. He's making fun of me. <laughs> how was, how was your, your first um, few years of college? I didn't want to go to Rutgers because I really didn't want to be in that Korean community. Yo, just so many Asian kids are like, I don't want to go to Rutgers. I didn't want to go to Rutgers because of like the whole Korean community. And Got I'm it. like, oh, I don't want to be stuck in that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you get immersed in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I only attended Rutgers for a year. One That's year. it? Yeah, one year. Because Rutgers is a four-year school. Rutgers is a four-year school. Mm-hmm. They only wanted to keep me for one year. Oh, that's so sad. Rutgers only kept me for a year, uh, and then I transferred out. That's a cute way of saying you got kicked out of college. It's <laughs> <laughs> really great. That's <laughs> a great... I would have never thought to remix it that way. <laughs> No one's going to come to our church now. <laughs> no one's going to come to Kingdom City. I am a changed woman. God loves me. So, typical college story. You went yeah. to college, partying, hanging out, enjoying mm-hmm. a little bit more freedom than you were used to. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's such a nice way of putting it. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. No, because exactly. that is that, that real talk. We're jo- I mean, we're, we're, we're joking now. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you've grown into be an exceptional 
decent taxpaying citizen, <laughs> law-abiding Thank citizen. You. Thank you. Um, but that's that's a typical story, especially for kids who grow up like in strict homes. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. I would imagine a Christian home. Yes. You go away to college, and 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 then you get more freedom than you know what to do with, and and you just kind of mismanage that. And so you, you exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. So what happens one year after Rutgers? I get my life together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I apply to Bergen Community School. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I got to make up. I, I literally think, I don't think I brought, I didn't even bring over even half of my credits mm-hmm. over. I like just failed everything. Yikes. I didn't go to class. Yikes. I just drank. Mm-hmm. So anyways. <laughs> Tea or like, like, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. All right. So I mm-hmm. transferred to Bergen and I'm like, I get, need to get my life in order. So mm-hmm. I racked up on all the sciences because I'm like, I am going to be in the healthcare field. I want to do medical. From right? as, as From far back start. as you can remember. Yeah. It's the only thing you've ever wanted to be, or the only field. Yes, that was okay. the only field I ever wanted to be. Okay, okay. Go into. Okay, good. Um, so I racked up all my credits. Mm-hmm. I racked up like maybe more than necessary. Okay. And then I transferred out to Pace University in New York City. Okay. For my last two years. Okay. And even there, I racked everything up so that I could graduate within the four mm-hmm. years that I was supposed so you're to. You're trying to make up for lost time? Yes. Okay. Um, I like got my act together. I didn't really party much. Um, I did live in the city, like dormed in the city for like one year. Okay. Um, did a lot of research with like my professors. Dope. I, yeah, it was awesome. Dope. I had a really good time at Pace. Dope. Where yeah. was your faith through all of this? Church, ministry? Yeah, I was still going to church. Okay. I was still going to a church that I helped church plant in Jersey. Ow. Okay. Yeah. So you met, uh, how did you end up with a church plant? Uh, I've known so this. Kingdom City is not your first church plant. No, it's not. There, okay. Yeah, no, it's not. So okay. I, I met this pastor from before. Okay. Um, and then he was planting mm-hmm. a English ministry college. Okay. College group. Okay. Um, and I helped him church plant. Yeah. Okay. He kind of used me the same way, like uh, admin. Okay. Like secretary. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, you know him from before. Mm. He's planting a church. You come alongside him. You're serving with him. So now. You are getting your life together and church is up and running and mm-hmm. you're serving in ministry at a pretty high capacity. Yeah. What is your love for wanting to serve that in that way? Most people just sign up to set up chairs and like teach Bible study for kids or whatever. Why, why did it seems like you've been drawn to serving at that capacity? So ever since I was in youth group, my mom always put me in places at church mm-hmm. or I don't know, extracurricular mm-hmm. activities where I... I'm not afraid of publicly speaking mm-hmm. or I'm good at like delegating mm-hmm. or taking leadership roles. Okay. She you're, always wanted me to do that. You're bossy. Got it. I ain't bossy. I'm the boss. <laughs> what is it? Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> okay. So how was that for you? That was the first time. That's a pretty big responsibility. How old were you at that time? Um, when I was church planting? Yeah. I think 20. It's crazy. 20, 2021. <clears throat> I, I also kind of had some, I was my youth group president. Mm. So I kind of, it was like a small portion of that yeah, yeah, into yeah, the yeah, church yeah, planting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 2021, you are pastor's right-hand man, woman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy at 2021 years old. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Okay. How long were you serving in that way? Um, so I had known him years before mm-hmm. and then I served with him. Maybe the church plant, it, it didn't last long, maybe like two, three years, Okay, two, three years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Seems about the average. Most church plants fail within the first five years. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah All yeah. right. So it didn't work out. 
did it fail then you left or did you leave before like how did that how did that end for you um i think it was coming to an end okay um but there was one incident that kind of like made it obvious that it was to an end once i had left mm-hmm. then the church um fell apart okay yeah, yeah, yeah. um why'd you leave um i had left because so he and i got very close mm-hmm. and um i don't know how to explain this from here <laughs> he and i got very close but then there was an unfortunate incident that it just wouldn't work anymore mm-hmm. especially as a personal relationship and a working relationship is it fair to say there was a bit of inappropriate behavior that had taken place. Yeah, you could say that. On mm-hmm. your part or his part? On his part. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. We don't need to say anything more about that. Um, so you are getting your life together. You are serving in a church at a pretty high capacity with someone you've known for a long time. And all of a sudden there's this event that happens that causes you to leave mm-hmm. how did how did that affect you in the immediate <clears throat> like how like how did that or did it affect you right after it it did i was very surprised it caught me off guard mm-hmm. um you know when things like that kind of caught catch you off guard you you wonder like is it my fault mm. Mm. was it my fault did i do something wrong did i insinuate something it makes wow. you wonder wow. um so it was devastating but it because I was still so faithful to God, it didn't drive me away from faith. It just drew, drew me away from his church. Mm-hmm. Um, and serving, I would imagine. Yeah, serving, ju- serving became iffy. Yeah. Serving became iffy because... Um, yeah? Yeah, most churches are led by males too. So it's kind right. of like it makes me, you know, yeah, yeah, you just yeah, got to yeah. be mindful. And with you kind of questioning yourself, second-guessing yourself... Yeah. Right, or trying to see if maybe you brought on some of that. Mm-hmm. You're trying to be mindful of how you move forward. I'm being cautious. Being very cautious. Ca- cautious. Being very yeah. cautious. So it was okay. unfortunate. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. You leave that church, and this is while you were still at pace. Yes. What happens? You So you leave the church. What happens next? After I graduated Pace University, I went to grad school in Florida. Uh-huh. And then there I did find a church, but it was a church where I, I could just go in and out. Yep. It was a big church. You're not, did- not going to shout out the Sharks? We're not going to shout out the Sharks? <coughs> Nova Sharks. Ow. That's where his uh, daughter almost... Did she go? No, she almost went there. She almost went to She Nova. almost yeah, went there. Yeah, Fort yeah, Lauderdale. Yeah. My yeah, old stomping grounds. We went, we went uh, with Jet, my daughter Jet, my oldest daughter. We went on a college road trip and we stopped at Nova. I was that was on board. I really wanted her to pick. It was between Nova and um, UF, University of Florida. Mm, good school. Yeah, it's just too big. It's a, really it's a big city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like thirty thousand students there. It's a Huge. city. I was like, uh, I really like Nova. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, shout good. out to Nova. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're in Nova. Mm-hmm. Okay. How was how was your how were your Nova years? Nova was great. I met all my close grad school, grad school friends there. Mm-hmm. Um, I still keep in contact with them. Shouts to them. What are their yeah. names? Megan, Lily, and Kate. Ow. <laughs> I'll make them watch this. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I, I did party hard there too. Mm. I don't want. I won't go into that. Okay. But uh, <laughs> I continued my college. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Um, but I was attending church. Okay. Uh, but I made sure that it was. I was just going in and out, mm-hmm. getting good bread. Mm-hmm. I didn't serve there. Okay. Um. So serving was still. At that yeah, point, yeah, yeah. It was just not. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe that happened to me. It's so traumatic. I can't serve again. It just mm-hmm. wasn't something I was putting on the surface. Yeah. I think I had suppressed it. I didn't even know that I suppressed mm-hmm. it um, because it was such a traumatic experience. It feels like that because, like, it seems like, and we'll get into this later, but you have, even at Kingdom City, you have a huge role and you seem to handle it really well, mm-hmm. right? And we've been through, and we'll talk about this in a little bit. We've been through a lot of crazy mm-hmm. times, and you seem comfortable. So it, what I'm trying to say is, like, you are, it seems, built for those type of leadership roles. Mm. But then you have this this drought where you're just, like, not even wanting to engage. Mm-hmm. Have Do you think you um, underestimated the impact that that had on you? Oh, that, yeah. That particular event. Right, absolutely. I didn't feel the effects of it until right. maybe even like a year later. Okay. Um, Cause I just suppressed it. Mm-hmm. Didn't think too much about it mm-hmm. until I had to kind of face as like face why I'm not serving. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How was that? Like just processing that. Um, it took a while, Okay. but I got to where I needed to get to. Okay. Good, yeah. good, 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 good. Mm-hmm. Okay. You graduate Nova. Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think about that. I'm like, wait, did I? Yes, I did. Master's degree. <laughs> so, so let me just double back very, very quickly. Yeah. Your mom mm-hmm. watched you, Rutgers, BCC, mm-hmm. Pace, Nova. How, like, how was your relationship with her during those years? Um. She, because she's watching you. She knows about the drug dealer boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She's watching you struggle in your early adulthood. Mm-hmm. She, because she saw me struggling, she really wanted me to go to seminary school. So I applied to seminary schools. Did I not tell you this? I don't think I knew this. Really? She wanted me to apply to seminary schools for this. And you know what? At one point, I was like, maybe she's right. Maybe I need to. I think, okay, now that I look back, she was wrong because I really <laughs> believe that going to seminary school, you need a calling. You need that calling yeah, yeah, yeah. from God, yeah, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, am I right? No, you're, you're right. So, I, I can't so. just apply because no, no. I want to figure life out. That's a fact. So that's <laughs> when I should have known she was absolutely wrong. But, you know, she brainwashed me. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> I did apply. I didn't get far. Okay. But she... Where'd you apply? Alliance. Alliance uh, Theological Seminary. Was it Westminster? Ooh, go mom. I think I did at Westminster. Go mom. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember anymore, but Westminster was one of them. I know I applied to another one. Okay. Um, but anyway, she she was a little upset because my mom obviously wanted me to be a doctor. Mm. <laughs> and you guys that got didn't it happen. Tough, man. Yeah, yeah. She wanted me to be a doctor. So even when I graduated Pace, I had I had a publication in mm. microbiology. Um, and I graduated with I forget what my GPA was, but it was decent. Mm. I, it was decent. Okay. And then I was like, <laughs> whatever. And then she just like, that's just a piece of paper, girl. Yeah. She like really, really knocked me down. She's mm. like, I, so that was a little disappointing because she, I know she really wanted me to go into um, the medical field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, 
she's happy with me now. Mm-hmm. She's happy that You're I'm in happy. the medical field. I am in the medical field. She what wanted me do? to be a doctor. What do you do? Um, I'm a vascular ultrasound tech. Mm, yeah. Spell that. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're doing very well for yourself. I'm very happy. Yes, God has blessed me. Yes, I agree. Thank you. I agree. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so your faith is not really affected by this event. You're serving ministry-wise is affected. Mm-hmm. Um, you graduate Nova. You move back to Jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you move back to Jersey. Um, what church do you end up at? I end up at Metro because two- we don't say we don't say church names here, <laughs> unless if it's not Kingdom City. If it, if it's not Kingdom City Church, we don't talk about. Other churches like that. Every other church is the evil empire, by the way. <laughs> Kingdom City. Please don't unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom City. I don't know. You end up at Metro. I'm Metro's Metro. a good place. Good place. Shout so, out to Pastor Peter Ong. Yes. Well, but, that's how I met you. So we got to give thanks to Metro. Little, that, yeah. The only reason yeah. I'm shouting them out is because I was there. So my best friends were already <laughs> attending Metro. Who? Prior. Best friends? Michelle and Uni. Michelle. Michelle and Uni were already attending. Shouts to Michelle, who's... Um, on the front lines as well. Yeah, she's a PA, so she's working with COVID patients. So yes. is Uni. Uni's a nurse. She's with COVID patients. So mm. um, shout out to them. Shout out to them, <laughs> for sure. All right, go. My best friends, they were already attending Metro while I was in Florida. Okay. So I didn't, when I came back, I was like, I don't know what church I should go to. And they're like, you should come with us. Come to Metro. Mm-hmm. So I started attending there. Okay. Um, how long were you at Metro before you met me? Oh, I don't know. I, w- I, only, I was only at Metro for like a year and a half, right? I'm not really sure. I, ended, I left beginning of 2016. So the f- <laughs> literally the only time or the first time I remember seeing you, you was already serving on the worship team. Yes. Fun fact. Yes. You could sing, girl. Nah. Nah. Let me tell you what just happened the other day. <clears throat> this was like, what day? Was, it was like two days ago. We're sitting at the table, I got my laptop on. I'm listening to R&B music because I love R&B music. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a gangster, but I like, I like love songs. Yeah, you do. I do. Yeah, you do. So we're listening to love songs, and then we start talking about doing karaoke, going to karaoke. And I'm like, man, last time we went to karaoke, it was crazy, blah, blah, blah. Kiana, my niece Kiana, shout to Kiana. She, was, <laughs> she didn't go with us that night, but she's like, yeah, I want to go. I'd like to go, whatever. And I'm like, man, so I start pulling up videos. Oh, no, why? So I pulled up. Joanne Lee at karaoke singing. I'm not even going to tell y'all what she was singing, by the way. Don't, yeah, please. I'm not going to say it, but it's crazy. Nah, it was crazy. (laughs) And you... Kevin, don't even slip. If people ask you what song I was singing, don't even slip at church. It was crazy. It wasn't wasn't like... I wasn't cussing. No cussing. Oh, no cussing. No, no, no. no, 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 It wasn't cursing, but... Song selection was 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 pretty insane. Questionable. It was. <laughs> it was a duet. Borderline. Yes, it was. <laughs> Shout out to David M for the for dropping the sixteen on that karaoke. Because everybody, so the rap, so the song has a rap part. So when the rap part was coming up, everyone looked at me. I was like, I'm not doing that. First of all, I don't even know the words. Is that a psalm? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And then out of nowhere, you hear a voice rapping, and we turn, and it's David. And he's killing it, by the way. Shouts to David M. So, anyway, um, you can sing. I like to sing. You can sing. Okay, can I be really honest, though? Yes, please. Okay, One so- of us has to. 
I like to sing. I'm my voice is not. I'm very well aware that my voice is not meant to be a praise team type of voice. You just gonna lie on the shout podcast. out to. No, no, no. I'm being serious. When I hear like shout out to Stephanie and like Ginny. Stephanie when I hear dope. them sing, shout out to Ginny. When I hear those girls sing, mm-hmm. they are. Like they're singing the, the, the proverbs, you know, like mm-hmm, their voices mm-hmm, are mm-hmm, so beautiful. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. like to sing. I don't know how else to say it. You I sing. Like, you can sing. You can. I like to. I like nah, to sing. you can go. You can definitely sing. You sing really well. Um, have you ever just all right, so even before we move on, have you ever served in that capacity at a church before I, Metro? I helped out in the youth group. Nothing. But, but yeah, not n- really. N- not the way I do when I did at Metro. Like okay. Metro, I was there like singing. I was on. So that was your first time worship team, like, leading songs? Because you were leading songs. Yeah, I think I led one or two songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let me tell you how good you could sing. Because that's actually how we met. So I'm on staff at Metro Community Church. Oh, okay. And Metro was running two services. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching you sing. And I could tell, because I love music, right? And I could tell that that you're singing, but you're not really, you're not going hard. You're not going as hard as you could. And so in between services, I pulled you to the side. And I said, what are you doing, fam? <laughs> I didn't even know her name. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know her name. You're like, you sit here. I have to talk to you. And I was like, me? <laughs> you literally did that. Yeah, like, yeah, you sit here. I have to talk to you. Yeah. I'm like, me? You cried. <laughs> did I? You, did, yeah, did you, I? Did cry. you teared up. You weren't like sobbing, but you okay. cried. And I was basically just like, yo, I can mm-hmm. tell you, you can go do do better for the glory of his name. <laughs> <laughs> so holy. Yeah, and then you kill the second service. Oh, thank you. So that's when we started getting close. So, um, the reason why I asked you, or the reason why I kind of just stated that you might have underestimated the impact that your previous ministry ex- encounter had on you, was because you gave me a hard time, fam. Like as I I'm did. as I I'm did. trying to like get to know you because I was serving as the, as the singles pastor and part of my job aside from discipleship or whatever is to recruit leaders and, and, and identify people that can serve and, and, and or help serve the ministry in that way, right? Small group leaders, um, or we called them UGS at the time or, or just leadership development, period. Um, I think I saw that early on in you and I'm trying to get closer to you and you was just like, like a dub, like straight dubbing me, like no, one word answers as I'm like my, e- my, first of all, my emails got ignored. And then I tried to, I tried to slide in the Facebook messenger, one word answers, periods, exclamation point, like just straight up. And I'm just, you tried to recruit me. I did. I didn't, rem- I just remembered you tried to recruit me for the core team, the red, the Metro red singles ministry core team. And I said, no, Oh, you did just say no. You, I, you, but I gave a good answer. You, I, I gave a, a legitimate answer. Why? Because what I remember was you saying, I'm not interested. I was like, uh, <laughs> first I said, all, that's not a ministry I'm interested in. Okay. I mean, look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> but at that time, I was not interested in being part of a core team. Or was it just... Uh, okay, I can understand that. And? And. Yeah. And. And. And, yeah, so your previous encounters kind mm-hmm. of left you a little bit hesitant right, right, right. to want to serve in that capacity. So I said, okay. So then I recruited you. Fun fact. It's fun fact time. Oh, no. Give it up to the fun fact segment real quick. The fun fact segment. Kev, hurry up. Hurry up. 
So I recruited you to be a part. I, w- I was put in charge of the art segment of the Easter service. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we can't. <do> We're gonna. <laughs> so, so I was, I put, so I, I put together um, a, a skit, if you will. And in the skit, there was a portion where I needed um, two women to play very promiscuous roles to serve as um, the Jezebels. I forgot about <laughs> Well, you forget a lot of things. <laughs> Um, and so the, uh, there's two people I selected. You were one of them. Who was the other one? Your daughter. My daughter, my oldest daughter. He pimped out his daughter. <laughs> you have to say that? You have to say that? <laughs> yes, you can say that. <laughs> I didn't know what the role in really entails. So he's like, oh, it's just going to be you and my daughter up there. I'm like, okay. Oh, the pastor's daughter. <laughs> what do you need us to do? Pick out some really promiscuous outfits. Pick out the most <laughs> promiscuous outfit that you have. I went home and I'm like, I threw out all my college clothes. I was like, I don't have anything promiscuous at that all. Was, you know what? For me, when you said that, I remember that. I you, told you that. I said, I'm going to have a hard time you finding did. something. You even showed up and was like, is this okay? And it was literally just like regular black jeans yeah. and like a crop top yeah. or something. Yeah, that was the I, most uncomfortable, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so that's what... That was a dope moment because I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't believe me. I did not. <laughs> I did wow. not. I Judgy. didn't believe really. <laughs> Judgy much? I did, definitely was. Um, but that was dope. Uh, and we killed that. By mm-hmm. the way, I told you. I said, yo, let me, I'm just keep it real with you. People are going to be hitting me up asking me about you. Oh, my God. And, and we did the skit. Sure my emails was, yo, who was that? None of your business. Bro, that's who that's who that is. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> but then you and I just kind of clicked after that. Yeah. But it began because you kind of disclosed. Yeah, I I think I had to. Yeah. Because I I feel like you were talking to me and I could tell, not that you were trying to chip something away, yeah. but like you couldn't get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, I can I already know. So let me just be mm-hmm. honest with him and let him know. Mm-hmm. And that's when the trust started. Just yeah. It was very evident for me. Yeah. 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 And I told you, um, I'm a safe space. Mm-hmm. And, and I promise you mm-hmm. not, to, not to ever. Yeah. You said you would never, I think the words you use were, you would never hurt me or you can trust me. Those are the words. And that began like a really dope relationship, mm-hmm. one that I'm still enjoying the blessings of. Then we did uh, a small group that was pretty intense, right? Mm. Um, where it was, oh yeah, it was yeah. Shout out to that HD group, man. Eddie Bang, Mikey, Johnny, Aaron, uh, Grace, Liz, Helen, Helen, Helen Quag. Oh yeah, Helen Quag. Jess. Jess, Jess Gelber, Jess Suarez. Yeah, Suarez now. <laughs> Suarez. Um, Lizzie. Han. Han was in there. Han. Liz, shout out to I, Han. Shout to, I already shouted Liz. Lizzie. Lizzie mm. is over in Texas. Yeah. Dope group. Leadership development, and we got to share each other's life stories with each other. That was dope. So mm. at the end of that, mm. towards the end of the group, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I pulled you into my office. So what had happened was I'm serving at Metro for about four or five years. Um, but then I got called out to, to, to serve at a church revitalization. Um, and then because you and I had gotten so close and I wasn't allowed to tell the people 
the whole church. I had to pick out. I got permission from from Pastor Peter to tell people close to me. Mm-hmm. Pulled you into my office, and I said, "Listen, here's what's happening. Here's what's going on." Um, so, in a couple months, I'm leaving. To which you responded, "I'm going with you. When, yeah. are, we, when are we going?" <laughs> okay, but it only made sense because Metro is a big church, so there's only a few pastors that have their their herd, and then they. You know, they guide them, they mentor them, and he was my mentor. Yeah. So it only made sense yeah. that I follow you. Yeah. Yeah. At first, I was like, Aw. he thought I was kidding. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like most you were people, just say like, I'll go with you, and <laughs> they don't follow through. I don't do that. Shots fired. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of just like, oh, oh. Oh, that's cute. You were dead serious. And shouts to Mikey because Mikey, <clears throat> Mikey, Mikey found out before I got a chance to tell him because he was one of the people I was going to talk. I'm gonna know Mikey. Mikey's one of the first people I met at Metro before I was even on staff. But Mikey's first words to me was, all right, yo, why didn't you tell me? Because I'm going with you. And I was just <laughs> like, yo, these people are crazy. So, um, and then and then you left with me. I did. Yeah. And you took up that role that you're very familiar with, mm-hmm. serving at, at, a, at a high level, very, very close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I started getting close, and so I just made it a point to introduce you to my wife. Mm-hmm. My kids who mm-hmm. are n- not your age, but like close to it. Mm-hmm. They're not too far removed. My oldest daughter is only like five years younger than you. Mm-hmm. Um, my oldest daughter is 35, by the way, because Joanne's pushing 40. Rude. Um, Rude. <laughs> oh, he's 40. <laughs> I'm a young 40. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, but then, so then we transitioned over to um, First Baptist Church of Ridgefield Park. Mm-hmm. Um, up to that point. Everything ministry-wise I touched turned to gold. I I grew a singles ministry. I'm preaching on Sundays. Everything's going great for me. Minist- no, real talk. Ministry-wise, everything up to that point that I had touched just flourished in a really dope way. Um, but then I got to FBC, um, and it just kind of... That went to dust. <laughs> went to dust. Gold went to dust. <laughs> my ego was shattered. My everything was 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 crazy. What was your experience like at, at First Baptist Church? Oh, I'm not gonna park there for too long, but okay. um, yeah, go. It was it was exciting. It was mm-hmm. a new experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very very hopeful, faithful that mm-hmm. his ministry would thrive. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of um, obstacles that mm-hmm. we weren't ready for. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I knew that we had to go. I told, actually, I told Pastor Josh, like once we tried to like um, iron out everything that we were facing, mm-hmm. I said, I'm not going back. We, yeah. we got to go. Yeah, we got to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have to go. If you go back, I'm not going back with you. You showed me that. Yeah. So yeah. First, that was the first time you'd ever threatened me. But um, one, one <laughs> of the, was, one, <laughs> that was. One, one of the things that was crazy was you had to, and, and right, rightly so, you wanted to fulfill your obligations to Metro before you transitioned over. So yeah. the first two, three weeks, you weren't at First Baptist with me, though mm-hmm. we knew you were coming, right? Right. But the Sunday, the first Sunday you decided to show up, you show up, there's a huge argument, there's <laughs> the, pol- cops. the cops are there, I'm arguing with some guy. I don't know if I'm going to jail. Like this, this is the. Someone's scene. about to throw a punch. Someone yeah, was. Yeah. A, we're not gonna disclose who that was. No, no, no. We're not disclosing. We're not disclosing. We're not gonna talk no, about no, that. No. Um, and 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 Delhi turns to me and says. <laughs> <laughs> Delhi turns to me and goes, "You know, Joanne's here. She's not gonna join our church." She was dead serious. She was dead serious. Yeah, because she told it was, me that. After. It was that was chaos. That yeah. scene was crazy. Yeah, that scene was. And then you good. and then you joined us anyway. 
Mm-hmm. So my question is, why are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong see, with see you? See the way he talks to me? <laughs> um, <clears throat> what, seeing that, why did you still decide to? I wasn't going to let um, um, just that situation mm-hmm. affect the vision I already knew that you had. Okay. Um, you made it very clear what you wanted to do in a church plant okay. and how you wanted to... Um, yeah, nurture your church. Mm-hmm. That obstacle in that instance wasn't going to determine anything. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, so that was an easy, that was actually a very easy decision to make. I didn't go home thinking, oh my gosh, like I, mm-hmm. I didn't think anything of it. Maybe I am crazy because I didn't think anything of it. I was like, all right, there's a fight. That guy's got to go. <laughs> all right. So next week, what time we meeting? <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, so fast forward, um, after a year of serving faithfully, Mm-hmm. At First Baptist Church of Ridgefield Park, um, I resign. Everyone, we had grown the church, mm-hmm. so we all leave together, and then we prayed, fasted, and took our time—two, three months of uncertainty—and then we voted to to plant a church, Kingdom City Church, um, and that's where you currently serve as. Um, I call you boss lady. I can't put that on paper, so you know. Ministry director is the title we mm-hmm. gave you. <laughs> In parentheses, though. We, we argued about our title for a long time. I said, didn't. I just want to be called secretary. Yeah, You're like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, you said, yeah, I you did. said secretary, and then you said ministry assistant. I was like, I was like You're not assistant. my assistant, though. Like, <laughs> you are the number two at our church. To be clear, you're not my number two. You are the number two. Um, and shouts to you for stepping into that role. Um, I understand how difficult it is to deal with someone like me. I am, I am naturally rebellious, and I think one of the areas you excel at tremendously is I can't have yes men people around me. Mm-hmm. If you let, me, I'm just just in a moment of transparency. Like if I can, if I can have my way, I'll have my way. Mm-hmm. I need someone who's not impressed with me who knows me and loves me enough to, 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 to say the things that they need to say, someone who's super comfortable having difficult conversations. I need someone. Mm-hmm. And so um, initially you weren't that. <laughs> you, you, which was also pretty dope. You brought with you this reverence for the pastoral role, which everyone yeah. should have. Right, right. But I think, not unhealthy, but like I think a bad practice is never to oppose the pastor because he's the pastor. And, and I think I had, which, is, which says a lot about you, I think I had one conversation with you where I was just like, okay, I need you to really take the reins on this and, and, and be more assertive because I know you have it in you. Mm-hmm. I assured you I have thick skin. Um, and seeing you step into that role has been, has been amazing. Um, I, I, would, I, I don't like that you threaten me as much as you do on cacao with physical acts of violence. But um, seeing you step into that role has been, has been amazing, mm-hmm. right? Now, here's what happened in our friendship, in our relationship. I'm not colorblind, mm-hmm. but I forget you're Asian sometimes because mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just so close now. You, you're in, we're in my house. You know my wife. You know my kids. You I forget. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, I get questions. There are a lot of <laughs> shouts to the Spanish community, by the way, for being so. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find a, um, 
um, slightly racist. Because <laughs> apparently to the Spanish community, they appreciate the work I'm doing in bringing Christ to the Asian community, to the Chinese community. Mm -hmm. So you're welcome for me saving the Chinos. That's what they call them in my culture. But <laughs> real talk, every once in a while, I get emails and text messages, even at shout out to City to City program I'm doing um, um, with Tim Keller and, and, and those good people over there on how we've created such a diverse community. Mm -hmm. Because not only is our community diverse, but it's, I don't, I don't even know, uncommon, rare, um, super unique that there's a Puerto Rican pastor with the, with the past and background that I have that is serving in Bergen County, a very affluent county in Jersey, mm -hmm. with a congregation that's predominantly Asian. So we probably, if everyone that calls Kingdom City Church their home attends on a Sunday, we probably up around 70. I'd say a good 50 of those, maybe more, are Asian. Mm -hmm. So let's start with you. I think you knew that I was Spanish. <laughs> right? Is that fair to say? Oh, I knew. That, okay. Yeah, yeah. I could hear you. <clears throat> Were there any moments of hesitation or... Was there ever a moment where you just said, wait, okay, so he's not Korean. And I'm still going to follow him. Um, no, not at all, actually. Um, growing up in a Korean church, mm -hmm. in the Korean... For Korean Christians, it's mm -hmm. very common for um, the people to take the personality of the pastor mm -hmm. and follow that. Okay. And they just, his way is kind of the way. Okay. And then you, I don't want to say idolize them, okay. but you know, that's yeah, how you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. It was refreshing to see that you weren't expecting that. Yeah. Um, you had a clear vision. Mm -hmm. And I never actually even thought the race thing so you never all. even that didn't factor in at all that's not something that came up mm -mm. nothing okay mm -mm. how about your mom when you told her that you were going to be following the puerto rican tupac basically she <laughs> she asked <laughs> she said oh he's not korean i said no she goes let me hear some of his sermons mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my mom is a critic <laughs> okay um pretty much if she was just like honestly if she was just like no i don't that's no he's false teaching yeah i don't know if i would have followed okay. right away because this was years ago and okay. i was still kind of following her guidance yeah yeah yeah. Um, and we me and you weren't close enough for close me enough. to just follow i was still at metro when she asked you for that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so okay. she heard your sermon series i think it was on luke she heard you preach something from luke the book of luke yes. and she really liked it she was like very biblical. Mm. I think that's like a lot of the things that people see when they hear you. It's very gospel driven. Okay. Comes straight from the the Bible. Okay. Um, not throwing shade, but like it's not like you're preaching from a, a Christian book. Mm. So it's from mm. the Bible, mm. and that is very important for me. Very Shots fired. <laughs> very, <laughs> very important for you know um, my upbringing. Like the yeah. that's all I knew. You just yeah. preach from the gospel. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So when she heard you, it was a big push for me too. Mm -hmm. So very quickly, mm -hmm. shouts to your mom because she's she's an older Korean woman, mm -hmm. um, Korean church culture. And when you're following someone who's not Korean, mm -hmm. all she cares about is if you're getting good biblical content. Yes. And she joyfully 
released you to that. Mm -hmm. That's rare. Gave me her blessing. That's rare. She rarely gives blessings, but she, you know, yeah. that's another yeah. podcast. Yeah, that's, a different, <laughs> that's the mommy issues podcast, but shouts to her. And even when I met her, um, mm. treated me very well, mm -hmm. treated me very kind. Um, that's just rare. It's just rare. So shouts to your mom for that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought it was cool that, okay, so I'm, I'm a, I'm a Spanish pastor in Bergen County. And then my right hand woman is a young Korean girl. And so young Korean, girl. young, relatively young Korean girl. And, <laughs> and then the church starts to grow. Mm -hmm. And little to no Puerto Ricans show up. <laughs> little to no black people show up. And then Korean and other um, Asian groups start showing up. And now, now I'm a Korean pastor. I have cacao. Yeah. Um, I'm doing Duolingo right now. Yeah. Very I'm doing the Korean language thing because I figured, you know what I'm saying? Seems like this is where God is taking me. Um, almost every retreat I preach at is from a Korean, Korean church. church conferences. Shout mm -hmm. out to Higher Calling. Um, how did this happen, fam? Like, what? In terms of the diversity at Kingdom City Church, I think I gave the numbers already. We're at seventy, fifty of them. At least fifty are are from the Asian community. How how do you think, in your opinion, how did that happen? Because we don't market to Korean. Or Asian communities. Yeah. And there's nothing <laughs> Korean or Asian about our church. To be clear, there's nothing Spanish about our church either. That's true. Um, what do you think, from your perspective, right? It's not necessarily a right or wrong answer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, why are we drawing, you think, so many Asian people? Um, so I think I mentioned this to you before I said a lot when we first church planted and people were coming in from other churches mm -hmm. um, the common ground was that these people were not looking for community they were thirsty and hungry for the word and they, mm. I think they wanted something new mm -hmm. not necessarily different they wanted truth mm -hmm. um, and so the community was not primary mm -hmm. it was people coming in to hear good bread mm -hmm. and then the community kind of developed mm. um, we I think what helped is we um, took in another another church mm -hmm. that was yep. uh, church planted, but then they yep. kind of um, decided to come under KCC's wing. Mm -hmm. um, so that helped, and that was like another influx of Asian people. Mm -hmm. um, but shout out to Pastor Josh for bringing in a little variety. <laughs> Sasha, Johnny, Kev. <laughs> oh, begging Spanish people. Could you please, por favor? Vente pa mi iglesia, porque hay mucho. No, no, no. We, like I said, we certainly, we don't cater to any one specific people mm. group. You're not going to find a Spanish culture at our church, yeah. Asian culture at our church. We cater to coffee drinkers. We cater, cater to, to coffee drinkers, yeah. Coffee we drinkers. have good coffee at yeah, church. And good bread. Yeah, yeah. Good, good bread. Mm. <laughs> so... Coming from a Korean church culture, mm -hmm. what do you think someone like you who's grown up in a Korean church culture coming to Kingdom City, what do you think some of the challenges are going to be for them? What's different about Kingdom City and, and what someone like you would be used to? I think first we had to get used to uh, your preaching style. Um, what's different about that? 
you yell at us sometimes <laughs> but um we got used to that really quick okay um, so there's no yelling in korean churches not not much okay not much okay um but in all seriousness i think it's like i said i don't like using okay so a lot of people love to say oh pastor josh has so much passion when he <laughs> when he and i'm just like okay whatever. <laughs> because it's true passion will that's gonna yeah. get old yeah. okay unless if you're not loving the content and not really engrossed in the truth that he's speaking yeah. that passion's gonna die out for sure okay because i'm always like okay can you stop yelling next week <laughs> in service eval i'm like all right enough with the yelling tone it down but um i think a lot of the people that are coming in they're so used to a reserved mm-hmm. uh church setting more subdued kind of yeah so during praise mm-hmm you don't see a lot of um a lot of us you know showing emotion yeah it's just but we're getting more comfortable we are we are getting more comfortable because we're in a setting that that we call our own now Mm -hmm. um it's not like the typical korean american generation that we're used to or Mm -hmm. setting Mm -hmm. um we're now making this church community kingdom city church Mm -hmm. our own community yeah um and that's our motto you know creating the space for us to come together to worship yep um yep so yeah, I think, hmm. yeah, it's just different. And I think mm-hmm. we're getting comfortable in that difference. Yeah. I like, that was, that was the challenge for me because. No one says amen. No, <laughs> no one. So stoic that way. Where, Give me an amen. Yeah. Amen. It's like, it was like, initially it was like, <laughs> it was like pulling teeth, but then I understood it was a part of the culture to be more yes. reserved, more yes, subdued yes, yes. in that setting and not be, because they almost viewed um, any kind of interaction between pastor and congregant as disrespectful. disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So once I understood that part of the culture, the church culture, like I, I was okay with it, but it was hard because I'm up there preaching my heart out, sweat dripping, the anoint, the unction of the Holy Spirit upon me, and they're just staring at me. But then after service, very complimentary. Yeah. And it wasn't just empty flattery. It was like really good um, um, compliments or whatever. So that was So for me, that was a challenge. But... I think one of the dope things at Kingdom City Church is we have this space where we're giving the freedom to allow for anything. So if you're if you if you're not comfortable and you're enjoying sermon but your arms are folded and, mm-hmm. and you're not showing a lot of emotion, you're free to do that. Mm-hmm. But then there's other people who will leave their seats and go into like some of the aisles and mm-hmm. worship and 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 some people sing out loud, some people don't. And so it's it's creating a safe space for people to just kind of worship how they want, because I'm pretty sure, and I'm not I'm not saying it's just pretty sure, but there are I've seen folks from the Asian community start to kind of break out of that and enjoy the the the, the, the less reserved space. Yeah, and now they're absolutely. singing out loud now, mm-hmm. um, which has been great. And so I feel like we're both learning from each other in that way. Yeah, where the 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 subdued nature of the asian church is rooted in reverence and that and i think that's impacted kingdom city a lot as well yeah absolutely yeah i think when i see especially when i see the asian community at our church Mm -hmm. they're getting comfortable seeing other people raising their hands going to a space now that's their weekly comfort and they realize oh I'm seeing someone doing this. I, it's okay. They just feel more comfortable. You know when you see someone do yep. something, you just, yep. you're just you more comfortable. Yep. But you go to a Korean church and you see them being stoic every week, you're mm-hmm. not going to break out. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, our space is definitely a comfortable space for that. Super dope. And then we learn from from them in, in the reverence part. Mm-hmm. Because Spanish churches and black churches are 
not reserved by any stretch of the imagination. Sometimes they could look downright unorganized. Um, and that's not a that's not a that's not a critique. It's just in the worship service in Spanish and black churches, it's it's just more free. Yeah. So from the outside looking in, it looks unorganized. But I think and I think I'm on solid ground here. There's a lack of reverence for for for, for the church service where mm-hmm. you walk in there and, and the pastor could be preaching and someone just starts speaking in tongues. Like that kind of that lack of reverence that exists in other churches. For me, it was super helpful because mm-hmm. I've always had problems. I've, I was only, before becoming a Christian, I was only exposed to Spanish and black churches. Mm-hmm. And so all I saw was the unorganized nature of it and the, and the random speaking in tongues and all of this. And being yeah. a part of Asian church cultures and communities helped me to appreciate, or instilled in me rather, I think I'm, I'm, I'm on solid ground saying that as well, instilled in me a, a reverence for church right the sunday service where it's like come as you are but respect the house of the we're going to turn this place into a sanctuary mm-hmm. for the next two hours respect the space mm-hmm. and so i appreciated that part of it and that reservation might not leave either like um there's certain aspects where they might be open and other pl- aspects that might never change mm-hmm. like there's one thing that won't change about me mm-hmm. i will never call him his name his normal Fam. Ever. That's like one fun fact. That She's you- never called me Josh. Just Josh. The lowest she'll go P-Josh. is boss. <laughs> She's never called me. <laughs> she'll threaten to punch me. She's thrown tables at me on cacao. She's. I, I get really violent in real life. <laughs> very, very violent. We, when we went to a restaurant once, it was like a, a bar restaurant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, I was calling you in a crowded bar restaurant. Pastor Josh, we're sitting over here out loud in front of everyone. And then he's just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. And as much as I get on you for that in a, in a joking way, even that is dope because there's a lack of, of, of respect or reverence for the office of the pastor in mm-hmm, our days. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And that's not to say anything about people who call me Josh and don't call me Pastor Josh. I'm like, Right, right. It's just my habit. Yeah, it's my yeah. reserved habit. Which is dope because I think that's what I'm the point I'm trying to make is the balance at Kingdom City. Yeah. yeah where it's yeah. like you can be free, but also respect the space, mm-hmm. right? Because this is a sanctuary. I know we have our church service at a, at a hotel at the Ramada, 375 West Passaic Street, Rochelle Park. 1115. 1115. <laughs> so, but we're mindful that for the next two, three hours, this is a sacred space. Mm-hmm. So I love, I love the balance there where you can be free, but there's still a reverence that's taking place yeah. there. So, yeah. um, it's a little weird, man. I'm a, I'm a young, relatively young. Uh, I'm a young 40. Um, Puerto Rican pastor from the inner city, pastoring in Bergen County, um, a predominantly Asian community. Not something we planned for. Mm-hmm. It's not something that was by design. We mm-hmm. don't cater to any one people group. We never will, mm-hmm. at least not on our watch. Um, and, and God just seems to be doing that kind of work and drawing people to us. And I've always said publicly and privately, one of the doper things I want to continue experiencing in ministry are things I can't explain. I love that because mm-hmm. I, I, I love not knowing the answer to things because then no one gets the glory but God. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so I just love, I'm not even kidding. I think, and you know this to, to a certain extent. I get emails and text messages all the time. How'd you do that? I'm just like, I don't even know. I yell at them for like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did a, I, I preached at a, um, at a, at a Korean church at a retreat um, and there was this older Korean woman in the back 
And I, so I'm pre, so it was, it was a, a young adult, it was a youth ministry or something, I don't know. But someone, someone's mom came and she was in the back. And I promise you, this is a true story. I look up and I see her and she's like this. <laughs> she's like covering her ears. Like, could you too loud? <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, crazy. Man. That was the funniest thing in the world. But, um, did you tone it down after that? No, oh. I don't do that. Mm. I don't. <laughs> but she didn't leave. Okay, so so it was good bread. <laughs> it was just too loud. <laughs> she could have just left, but instead yeah, she yeah, yeah. she decided to tough it out. <laughs> so that was cool. Oh that gosh. was cool. Um, Kingdom City is now approaching the two year mark. Yes. Two years yes, in. Yes, yes, yes. Um, God has been doing great things. Mm-hmm. We are growing slowly. I think. I think, in my personal opinion, my limited personal opinion. Um, we're growing slowly as we should. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard a quote one time that said, anything that grows too fast is an infection. Um, so I'm grateful that um, we're growing at the pace that we're growing. A lot of good people at our place. Um, as the number two, the number two, what's your hope for the future of Kingdom City? Like, if you can, if you can create our future five years from now, what's, what's the type of church that, that, that we look like? Mm. I definitely want us to strive for the diversity, mm-hmm. the community that we're building, because more Spanish you, people, you, <laughs> <laughs> some color, please. I mean, we genuinely like each other. We do. Um, it we was do. a rough start. I'm not gonna lie, because we're not used to this type of setting. Right. Um, but we're genuinely making the effort to get to know one another. I know mm-hmm. that's gonna take some time too. Yeah. But the fact that we're still here. Yeah. That says something. Yeah. And we have the heart for that. Yeah. Um, personally, I my hope for the church is to have um, leaders that can uphold this church mm-hmm. without having to rely on Pastor yes. Josh. Um, yes. That would be beautiful. Yes. Um, a lot of female leaders too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the women who get the things done. So um, that would be great. But I, I think that would be awesome to have the leaders really nurture the church. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that you focus on the sermon yeah you know yeah um, love that love yeah. that yeah. certainly obviously a place for female leadership at our church um that's not an issue um <laughs> because i'm puerto rican my church is diverse because <laughs> i'm not korean so i'm not complaining i have a diverse church but it's 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 dope to see like you mentioned even in the diversity there's just a lot of great people there, mm-hmm. and 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 I appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. I like that thing that you pointed out because it's hard for, and I, and I want to try to say this the right way. Um, I I understand because this is really a, a compliment or shouts to the church and the people that we have. I understand my personality can be a little loud, <laughs> and and. <laughs> And I'll stand out more and I can fall into that. Oh, it's Pastor Josh's church. But the people that are coming now to Kingdom City also have loud personalities, Mm -hmm. which I think is dope because I'm starting to no longer be the face of Kingdom City Church. And I absolutely love that, that now people like Kev, people like Sasha, Mm. Alice, Chris, you, Mikey, like we're sharing the same kind of airtime, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I just absolutely love that. Cause there's, that's another thing that's happening 
way too early in our church, in a good way, where these things aren't supposed to develop until year four or five or right, six right. or seven, where there's where the lead pastor is not the face of it anymore. And I just love it, man. I think we're spoiled in that way as a church because we just have a lot of things going for us that aren't supposed to be statistically true. We're, we're not even two years in and we are already self-sustainable mm-hmm. as a church. We already have a lot of Praise great God. people. Yes, we have people that can that can carry the church in my absence. Year two, I've gone on two vacations already where I completely disconnect, dub everybody, by the way. Mm. And I come back and I don't have to worry about a coup. I don't have to worry about um, the, the church not running the way it should. And so I'm just like super grateful for that. Super grateful for you. Um, Shout out to Mikey too. He helps me. No, Mikey's the, come on. Mikey's, he's the muscle. (laughs) He helps me. Mikey's the muscle. Mm. Um, Yeah. We'll have him on here soon enough. Um, Yeah. Thank you for sharing your hopes for the future. Mm -hmm. Um, We are just going to close out by doing some Kingdom City shout outs. Oh, shout outs. Kingdom City shout outs. Um, I want you to totally pick the people um, that you are in this season particularly fond of while simultaneously disrespecting the people you don't mention. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This guy. (laughs) This guy. Kingdom City shout outs. Let me just, let me, let me, let me segue into it. Mm. Or actually, you provided the perfect segue. God has brought a lot of amazing people. And I know mm. we're kind of supposed to be saying that. Our church is amazing. But God has brought some legit yeah. people to our church. Yeah. People that I love interacting with. People that I love sharing time with over text, phone calls. They come over. We kick it. We hang out. Um, for you personally, in this season, who are some of your favorite people at Kingdom City Church? Shout out to Sasha. Sasha Valdez. She gave me a shout out first last time, and I really was thinking about her. She she is one person <laughs> I've genuinely cultivated a relationship with. Mm. Um, what is it about Sasha? I love how honest and loving she has. So much love to give. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she has a genuine love to give. She, if you need something, she, she will really just go out of her way to do it for you, yep. get it for you, do you a favor. Um, and shout out to her for don't, uh, she's doing the shopping for our donations, mm-hmm. um, for the COVID relief. So yep. she's offering her time. Yep. She's offering her safety as well. Yep. So shout out to Sasha. I love her. I mm. talk to her regularly. Yeah. Yeah. She's dope. So she's awesome. She's dope. Quick Sasha fun fact around the holidays. I wanted to post a picture of Sasha and I, and I was looking through my phone and I didn't have one. Oh. And I was like, Hey, do you have any pictures of us together? I want to post one just to kind of, she was like, Oh, I don't have, I was like, oh, okay, it's cool. 10 minutes later, she shows up at my door. Let's take a picture. I was like, are you insane? Uh, like, what's her. wrong with I you? Love yeah. her. Okay, Sasha Valdez. Yes. I right, keep going? No, you got to keep... No, a couple more. Give me like give me like three more. Ah, uh, three more. Eunice. Shout out to I Eunice. love you, Eunice. Eunice is... She's special. Mikey's boo. Mikey. Mikey's better half. <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, she's, I'll, I'll stop there. I love her. Very encouraging. She's one of the people that I go to when I just like need to talk about stuff. Mm. And she's such a safe space. Mm. She's a very safe space. Shout out to it. Eunice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you got two more. Wait, can I give a shout out to my boo? There we go. <laughs> my boo. There we go. Who's David. your boo? David. David M. David M. David M. The most <laughs> handsome man. <laughs> He's the prettiest guy at Kingdom City. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. The prettiest guy. No, you said the prettiest guy you ever seen. He's Asi- the- Korean. Asian? He's very attractive. I don't know. I'm putting words in your He's mouth. He's very attractive. Yes. David's an attractive guy. 
Hi, David. I told him, I, can I talk about you? He's like, oh, God. <laughs> this is the only time I'll talk about you. Yo, David is two for two now. Sasha shouted him out, too. Well, Sasha, oh, yeah, she, she did. also shouted out Eunice. She did. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah. 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 yeah David, solid individual. You already know how I feel about him. I know. Solid guy. Solid guy. guy. Love him. Love him. Shouts to David guy. for he's on the front lines now in the yes. healthcare profession. He is on the front lines. He's out there um, with potentially infected children, mm-hmm. which is super special, man. Mm-hmm. And He's in the Bronx. In the BX. Shout out to the Terror Squad. All right. <laughs> um, so you got two more. I got two more. Yeah, because David doesn't count. That's your boo. Yeah, yeah okay, fine. That's your boo. Uh, Sua. Ooh. Shout out to Sua. Ooh. Shout out to Sua. I love you. Solid. I love you. Just as passionate and fiery as I am. Yeah, she's a funny one. She's a funny one. Yeah, she's good people. Yeah, I've known her for a while. Love you. Okay, one more. This is tough because you only have one more. This is crazy. One more. That's it. Kimberly. Ooh. I was talking to Kimberly recently. Oh my gosh, can I tell? uh, Kimberly, I'm going to tell them. Kimberly, Kimberly, give it up for Kimberly one time. She missed out on our services two weeks in a row because her Facebook wasn't working when it was Facebook Live. So when I announced by the third week that we were going YouTube, she emailed me saying, praise the Lord that you're on YouTube. I didn't want to tell you that. I I didn't want to like let you know that, you know, Facebook wasn't working for me. She's like, I'm so glad you guys. She emailed me that she was so cute. And then we just kind of caught up Mm -hmm. asking how she's doing. You know, she has her family that's still going out to work and things like that. So shout out to Kimberly. And shout out to Kimberly for being the one of the unsung heroes of the pandemic. She's a teacher. She's a teacher. And so she literally had to shift her entire profession online, which yeah. is insane. Big transition. Big transition. Yeah, yeah. And Big. she's been holding it down. Thank yeah. you, Kimberly, for providing comedic relief with your Instagram <laughs> stories. Hilar- you are hilarious, Kimberly. <laughs> she definitely she's a is. good one. <laughs> I'm always laughing at her posts or whatever. That's a but, good lineup. So you, yeah. so who you shouted out? You shouted out Eunice. Sasha. Sasha. My boo. That doesn't count. That don't you. count. That's boo. And Kimberly. Sua. Sua. And, and Sua. I did all the women. No, you did. I did. You did. You did. Except for your boo. Except for my boo. Okay. Who's pretty, so I get... Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you so much for subjecting yourself to the kingdom I know. City. I, told, I was like, I'm not going to be... It's not going to be entertaining. I said, I'm a typical Korean girl that grew up in a Christian home. I have nothing exciting about my life. This is going to be one boring podcast. I have to go after Sasha. Let me recap for you the boring podcast. She dated a drug dealer whose house got raided, got kicked out of college was in prison from the age of four until a senior in high school. She had to leave a church. I'm not even going to talk about that. <laughs> and then she, she serves under a Puerto Rican ex-gangbanger drug dealer himself. I don't know if it's that you have an affinity for those kind of things or was having it. But, and now we are leading a church plant. Your second church plant, my first church plant. I don't know what's typical about your story. But... <laughs> I'm grateful you're insane. I'm grateful you're out of your mind. If I wasn't crazy, I wouldn't be here. You definitely wouldn't be. Yeah. So, so thank you for that. Um, thank you for serving alongside me. Thank you for serving the church the way you do. I love KCC. Um, I can vouch for you publicly. You're super safe space for people. You love the Lord. You love um, advancing the kingdom of God. We are insanely grateful, um, blessed rather, to have you. Um, mm-hmm. I do not know. 
Don't, don't, don't I even do. say that. So shouts to God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I believe that without him or with God, we live and move and have our being. Got it. Don't email me because I'll ignore it. But without a Joanne Lee, there's, I don't know that we are approaching year two in a good space. We're in a, we're in a really good place in our ministry. I don't know that we get there without you. So thank you so much. Um, I point it back to God. Thank you. Praise Thank God. You. Praise you. God. Okay, well, guess what? Praise God for bringing us Joanne Lee. How about that? He always wants to win. He always <laughs> wants to win. Um, thank you so much for serving us the way you do. Thank you for loving us the way you do. I'm looking forward to um, riding out my next 30 years at Kingdom City Church. Unless you stab me in the back and move to Cali as you're planning. <laughs> but anyway. Wow, we're going to go there. We're no, going to go there. That's part two. That's part two. Oh, no. <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time. Um, of course. Love you. Love you guys. If you enjoy the content that you're hearing, make sure you follow us on YouTube uh, at Kingdom City Church, New Jersey. Follow us on Instagram at Kingdom City Church, New Jersey. Follow us on Facebook at Kingdom City Church, New Jersey. Subscribe. You will not get inundated with emails. We don't put a thousand posts up per day. Um, just pointing you to some good content and good bread. Um, if you want to donate to the ministry, then you already know Tithely, Kingdom City Church, and Rochelle Park. Blessings. Yes.